A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. Sitting with Captain Ricky before and Captain Scott Shank, who's actually happy. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> I finally stretched my legs, even though I shouldn't say it like that. Boy, that clear water moved in to our area inlets it's, it's, and everything dude that, that one, the that, jetties that, that, have been on fire the yeah, last that, two the, days um, that little nor'easter that, that we had uh, not even a nor'easter it was not, I, I shouldn't say that little northeast wind we had yesterday I mean man when you get that in June July or August it is it's money the flounder bite was incredible money. yesterday I bet it was caught two snook yesterday big drum I mean it was inlet was on fire well, tell us about it. I mean, oh well, I mean, last, the two days before, I mean, I fished the jetties. We, we want some details. And you know, this time of year it gets warm, so you just you just leave the dock at eight o'clock. Right. What it is, what it is. Right. So yesterday, of course, was a high tide at eleven o'clock. So man, I, all, I've been watching that water creep in, creep in, creep in, and, and like you said, that little north wind kind of finally pushed that real pretty water up right. against the jetties. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was me, Captain Rob Bennett. Kept Steve Cascio old. Was there any reds in there? Uh-huh. Mm. Yep, caught one. I mean, not 23 inches. Right. But, I mean, really pretty drum, you know. So, obviously, you're throwing shrimp. Throwing shrimp on the jigs. And you, and you caught the flounder on the shrimp? Yep, 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 yep. And they were decent fish, two to four pounds. Yeah. You know, no nothing nothing that you had to worry about measuring. I could right, well, that's good. You know. That's good. Cat Rob did about the same. Steve did about the same. I mean, it was just, it was just. Nothing else was happening, of course. It's not out of high tide, so you're yeah. basically pitching docks. And, and honestly, truthfully, pitching docks around downtown caught me fish all day. But, I mean, uh, here again, the flounders are 12 to 14 inches. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't like, have anything in the box until I, I went out. I, I, the I'm jetties. sorry, but that's like zero fun catching. No, I know. Yeah. A 12-inch flounder. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't even know that it's there no. a lot of times. You know, no. it just kind of comes up and gets on the surface, and you flip it in a boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you know, dude, you caught a flounder. Nice job. Yeah, good job. You know, <laughs> we're one third of our way to the slam. Whoa, Sweet. don't lift too hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easy. Yeah, that's right. That's Do right. not set my hook. Yeah, yeah I didn't even know you had a fish on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Do not roll and Martin him, whatever you do, because he come flying over the teetop. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. I, but it was I, fun. It was and, fun. And, and, saw tarpon. And, and, and God bless all of you flounder fishermen, man, because there's people that are just totally eat up with flounder fishing. You know, and and I, and I, I know Scott. Yeah, that that's that's it's his number one thing. But I mean, I just I, you know I'm just like 
I mean, eh, you know, eh. I swear, dude, give me a 26-inch red, and I'm, I, I, I'm way down with that. No, but I'm just – But, but now catch in short, if you catch an 8-pound, I, I mean know, a good fish, you're right. anything over 6 pounds. I know, I, and, and, I, and, and I agree with that. Anything he'll over 5 pounds. Fish, he'll pull a red yeah. fish backwards. And, and, anything over 5 pounds is a damn good fish. And, and I'm 4. <laughs> okay, 4. <laughs> I'll yeah. catch a 4-pound four four fish. Pound, I, you know what, I, I'm, I'm down to 3. Yeah. You know, I'm <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Don't – you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. yesterday, I mean, they, I mean, they were good fish yesterday. And I'm going, easy, easy, don't – you know, and guys got me, and he's flopping out of the water. It's like, oh, God dang. Yeah. Rob lost a good one. I saw that one. Guy just did a little heave ho at the very end, and it was all that well, fish was all over eight yeah, pounds. Yeah, a, a, a flounder. Ooh. I mean, bad big. How I mean, big? About eight pounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were like, I mean, I mean, yeah. like we used to boat yeah. to boat. I mean, we were all ganged up in one little area. You know, it's 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 one of those fish that you 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 have to teach people what they do mm-hmm. at the very end because they love they'll they'll come right up yep. and they'll shake that head. And spit that hook, and if people have any kind of tension on them at all, I mean, they just—it's. I, I got to come up with a new saying and stay tight. Yeah, <laughs> because you got to keep bending rod. Right, but you can't stay too be, tight. But you can't stay too tight because you're also going to pull, you know, pull his head out of the water, pull his head out of the water, or right. force him right to do that. So there's a fine line. There to, is. That's to, what I'm saying. That that was to my when point. you flounder fish, and, right. and honestly, it requires me personally. It requires two different series of rods. See, like, for the most part, when we fish in the river, they're medium rods. Okay. Okay. I, and, don't, I don't fish medium rods. Well, I mean, I'm, my, mine modern are medium light. lights. Medium, okay. Mine are medium lights. Okay. But seven, what I'm seven, getting at seven is... Seven foot. Yeah, seven okay. foot. Yeah. But I also have a different series of rods. I, I, I fish loose. And it is more... It's a fast action tip, we'll call it. Okay? Which right. is a really soft tip, so... When you get those big bites like that, I mean, a two-pounder looks like an eight-pounder on the rod. It's kind of a more of a noodle rod. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot softer to where even if you heave back on, 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 on that fish with these rods, it's going to bend all the way to the reel. For me, the hardest, hardest fish to t- teach someone quickly how to catch is a flounder the hardest, or to get on the hook. And then the hardest one to teach somebody how to reel in is the kingfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's always a struggle. And it's yep. Yep. And some get it right off the bat, and some you know. Yeah, some it, it, thank goodness we're like like the bite today. Yeah. It, it, you you've got you you got plenty of you got ample time, ample it, it, fish, plenty of chances. You know that that okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're doing it, and, and they totally screw it up the first time. <laughs> you know, and, and for the most part, they do. You know, they do. Well, and, and, and sometimes I, and even you, the captain screws up. I mean, I haven't been absolutely. out there yet this year. Today was the first day, and again it was. But I got to be careful that I need to keep, even though he's barking off and he's going, I'll take the boat out of gear real quick, which is the worst thing to do because. In that first beginning time, that fish is making that initial run, and you just take it out of gear. That the reeler's not used to reeling, you know, because I have my drags backed, and then I go back up there, and you know, because we're all fishing what two, three, four pounds of drag. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So then, once the fish yeah, that, settles in, we're it, up to six or seven pounds but of drag. And, and for for the most part, you know, people I, when I whenever I, I'm like, okay, here's the deal: we all have the same spiel, you know, light tackle, light drags. Little hooks, fish hits. It's gonna, it's gonna scream off drag, and just let it, let him go. Let, let, let it, let it go. You know, keep kind of keep the tension on, keep the rod up high. When he's gonna turn and come right back to you, and you've got to, you know, he's trying to as he's coming back to you, he's shaking his head, trying to get rid of those hooks. 
and you've got to tighten down that drag just a little bit. And that's a fine line. You know what I mean? You, because it, it, at some point in time, he's whether what, he comes up there and sees the boat or whatever, whatever he feels comfortable, he's going to turn gonna around and go again. the other way. Yep. Yep. You know, and, and, and when he does, if you've got it too tight, and it happened to me numerous times this week. It's, yep. you know, it, 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 look, with the tackle that we use, you're going to lose fish. Yep. But if you don't use that tackle, you're not going to get a bite. That's right. Correct. Yep. And the biggest thing that scares me, I guess, out of all being out there is, just like most people understand, 20-pound test is going to cut 300-pound mono mm-hmm. in seconds. Mm-hmm. And You're talking I'm, about your downrigger. I'm talking about my downrigger. Right. My downrigger always, that fish takes off. Hey, if you want to grab the rod, fine. If not, just let it sit there. But then you clear your downrigger kind of thing and get that out of the way. I never pulled s- mine out of the box today. Never used you it. Didn't, never you did. didn't need it. I, I did just because. because and it was I so shouldn't beautiful. have. Most of my bites were down in 30 feet. I mean, there was a lot of fishes. The day went on. They now, went I heard you say this morning that you had two different types of baits, and mm-hmm. one was not producing, and one was. Mm-hmm. I had I caught some really pretty, you know, I, not big mullets, but like five and six inches, mm-hmm. right at the boat ramp when I left. Dude, they just. I made two drags around LR. And I mean, never a sniff. And I said, uh uh, this is over. So I broke out the jigging rod and jig baits. As soon as I put those out, woo! I'm just, that was just me. Oh, that you, was just me. You didn't have any pogies today? No, I didn't even try. Gotcha. Once I heard yeah, all they, that baits out there, I would much rather. It was tough. Pogies were tough. I would much rather yeah. jig baits. I, I, enjoy. I hate jigging baits. I don't yeah. know why, dude. They're I, freaking, I, it's freaking awesome. You, you know, I'm nervous. I, I lost three. Cudas, yeah, you know, and I'm like, damn man, they're going my damn bullet weights, you that, know. That, I mean, that and when it's rough, it's it, you're always afraid to get that those hooks. Oh, dude, dude, just, dude you're gonna get those hooks in you no matter what, you know. It's a uh, one man job. And no, it's it's a two man job well, no, because, said, because no, you no, lift no. it up, you grab the weight right. at the bottom, and you're like, okay, whoever you have with you, they have to help you. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got to grab the fish, take it off the hook, put it in the line. I was meaning, I don't get my clients jigging baits. I do all the jigging okay. and the baits. Um, we're we're taking we're gonna take an early break, just like a minute, because I want to go over that, okay. because because whenever I got on that bait today, I let my guys jig, uh uh-uh. uh, and and they can't do it. They 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 did not catch one. Yep. They did not catch one, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, it can't. There's so many of them. I thought, well, okay, let, yeah, uh, no, and I was, you yeah. know, two, three, four at a time. You know, yep. every time every time Agreed. I threw it out there. So there, there's there's there, a technique. There's an absolute technique to catching those fish on a sabiki rig. All right, when uh, Captain Corey Sparks, when we come back, taking over for Captain Leon Dana. Leon Dana's on a date night. Really? This evening, so we'll talk to good. I'll talk, good. Co- talk to Corey. I'd rather talk to Corey than Leon. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give us a call, six four one ten ten, right here on the Moe's Southwest Girl Fishing Forecast. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Ricky Before, sitting in with Kevin Favor, and our Captain Kevin Favor, yeah. Captain Scott Shank. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, damn it. Yeah, and now we... Uh, yeah, we, that's uh, me. And, and uh, Captain Leon is uh, date night, so we're going to get a real fishing report. Yeah. Captain Corey Sparks. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, hey, Corey? Guys. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. I didn't know that was the uh, 
the terms and conditions date night. I mean, he owes me more than that covering for him. <laughs> yeah, kind of with you on that. Yeah. It's just glad to hear your voice instead of his. Oh, gosh, yeah. here we go. Because at 530 in the morning, I got to listen to his voice. He calls me every morning at 530. Where are you going today? What is your plans? Who's fighting? Morning I think we've all been doing that a little bit lately up in the valley, trying to scramble a little bit. That water's been so dirty, but uh, if you keep moving, we're, we're able to find them, but it's hasn't been easy. So, Yeah, it, 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 I, um, I always kind of find it funny when Leon's had a tough week. He's like, you know, I'm going to let Corey do my report tonight. I'm going to be yeah. such a good guy. You know, I think Corey needs a little air time, you know, yeah. Yeah. with pictures or whatever. You can't shut him up. Yeah. You know, so yeah. just throwing Corey under the bus and, you know, so Corey, you go lie to him. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, it's, well, I, was in, I, I just got the text message. I was in a heated game of Monopoly Jr. Just crushing my six and eight year old. So I feel Oh, that's great. So, so Corey, um, they're, they're, they are dredging there now, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, up, okay. up north they're dredging. Um, and and that when you're on the main channel, it just looks like plumes of sand and sediment flowing through on either tide. Um, it just, it's just ugly. Uh, you're able to find some cleaner pockets. You're, I've done better this week throwing artificials, um, getting more reaction strikes. There's been a lot of shrimp, too, um, earlier in the week, a lot of shrimp hatch. We've seen the little the little footballs, you know, the little flounders flipping through all the shrimp on the bait on low yep. tides. But um, but it's been – they haven't been feeding real hard. So. They were in Comanche Cove yesterday. Yeah. Not yeah. half a pinky size or up I, against I, seawall. Don't you feel like yeah. it was early, a little early uh-huh. for that? Okay, uh-huh. I mean, I, you know, I, I – I, I, I just and I think we're we've had some great weather for, for that and and when I say that Corey I mean for us basically all of us the lack of rain when you get a lot of salinity in the water I mean it sure. it, it it changes the fishery man well, I, look I, at the I'm not a scientist I, I you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. but 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 we all do this enough that that through the seasons we're we're able to watch patterns of things and but, and Lagerman had talked about it on, on, on the show on Saturday about seeing all those little shrimp, you know? We haven't had a shrimp yeah. season yeah. in really two years. You're right. Agreed? Yeah. Because usually us old Menorcans, yeah. we would always go up there to Pine Island. Pine and Island. Even, yeah, right. even if you wanted to catch your bait or whatever that morning, you know, you, could you, do it. you went up there to the, the old the drum well. hole right yep. there and – 17 feet of water and throw the net three or four times and you had all the bait strip, you, yep, you know. You're right. And 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 pick through. I'm never saying, you know, there's yep. everybody has their own words of fryers and all that. But, I mean, you had strip you could pick through that you could go home and make perlo or whatever. Yep. On, yep. on a bit of a side yeah. note, I noticed yep. the shrimp boats were in full regalia. Did you today. see yep. how much they're catching? Today's how the big first. they are? No, I haven't. I haven't seen. Yeah. 9-11, they're huge. Yeah, I, 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 um, I got to get some. Cool. Thank goodness my good friend – there was a shrimp boat that capsized yesterday off of St. Augustine. Oh, was there? Really yeah, bad. Leroy Kinlaw, and thank God him and 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 his partner made it, swam back to the beach, three quarters of a mile. Whoa! And he has a center hall shrimp boat. It's a crab boat turned into a shrimp boat. It's twenty five feet long. It's a Seahawk. I I've, I know the boat well. You I know, know exactly you see Leroy all the time. Yeah. There, okay. Yeah. And he 
got done with the first drag for some ungodly reason. The doors were set on the side. He hadn't even lifted the bag yet, and the boat rolled over. Don't know what the hell happened. That was his first drag. Flipped the boat over, boat submerged underwater. Him and Robin swam to the beach, three-quarters of a mile, got picked up on the beach by some bystanders, and at 11 o'clock last night, they got the boat, thank God, back on the trailer. No kid, they went and retrieved the wow. boat. Yep, they went all. They they tried. They they. Wow. Everybody helped. I mean, Coast Guard. Everybody was there, but of course, it's a salvage job. Yeah. So, yeah. I was not able to. But a lot of our friends went out there. They floated it. You know, somewhat floated it. Then they tried. What they tried to do was get it back to Volano Beach on Porpoise Point. Yeah. Right there on the turn. Yep. And they were going to let low tide go. Yep. Okay. And beach it. And beach it. Let low tide take the water out. You know, bail the boat out because yesterday was low tide at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So their intent was to pull it up there with a handful of trucks, yep. you know, to get, get scoot it up there as far as they could scoot it, let the tide go out on it, get it to where it was fine. Then when it was fine, then hook the trucks up to the other side and roll it up on its keel, and that's what they did. And they got huh. it back to the boat ramp. Unbelievable. Really good friends wow. of mine, but thank God they're alive. Yeah, no kidding. That's a hell of a swim. Well, That's he a- said it happened in seconds. Leroy was on the back deck getting ready to pull the bag. His girlfriend, Robin, was up running the boat. She's in the wheelhouse. And Leroy said it was seconds and that thing flipped over. Man. The only thing that saved her, you know, for the most part, is Leroy's quick thinking, folks, and it's just out there. She fa- he she has like a, a satchel carry like bag kind of thing, you know, big, you know, kind of big. Mm-hmm. He was so smart that he sucked it underwater and filled it up with air and then zipped it. And that's what she held on as he drug her back to the beach. Because there was no life jackets or nothing. I mean, wow. he couldn't get right. the life jackets yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. in your bag like we all have. They're yeah. not loose. I mean, mine's loose in the cabin. Yours loose in the cabin. Yeah. I know wherever you yeah. are too. But they were in a you know, the four life jackets stashed little right. life jacket bag or whatever. Couldn't get to them fast enough. The boat rolled over in seconds. When I was in my 20s, I, I went to work for the FWC, and we had to do the half-mile swim. Uh-huh. Whoo! I was 21 then. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine Leroy's doing 60. that. Leroy's yeah. 60. Yeah. Three quarters yeah. of a mile. That's a long But in damn swim. good shape. He looks like you. So, Corey, um, for, for the guys that uh, – Valley fish. I mean, and, and the, the the problem, and we talked about with with Binyard on Saturday about this, Corey. And there's not much tidal flow in the valley because because some of it goes to Mayport. Yep. And some of it goes to St. Yeah. Augustine, and, and that that spot changes all the time. It's not the same spot. All, okay. So you don't have. Yeah. So you've got a dredge, dumping sediment, and and. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. And it's never going to get the heck out of there. Is yeah, it's what not. you're saying. Yeah. It's not. yeah that's what and that's what's yeah. my question to Corey yeah, it, is when, you know, when will there ever, is it going to take a year? I mean, we don't know how long yeah. they're going to dredge, of course, but yeah. I mean, it ain't like a nor'easter down here where that muddies up our water. We go, okay, give it four or five tide changes, just like yeah. the, our river was solid mud, nasty. So let, a little change yeah. of wind. And, let, 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 me, yeah. let me ask you this, Corey. Where is the dredge out right now? Uh, it's still up near like Marsh Landing, I believe. Okay, and and Black how far Island. south is it going to go? I heard they're going to go all the way, almost to to Two Ten Bridge. I mean, you you hear so many different things up there from the boat ramp extensions and and everything, but it uh it's been pretty pretty stationary for the past you know month, two months, three. It's moving slow if it's moving. That's for sure. 
Can that's you, that's can a you long imagine, ways, man. Can you imagine how much sediment must be on the bottom? How deep are they trying to dredge it, Corey? Uh, I haven't heard that. I don't know. Because I know pretty much what? That whole line is 12 to 15 feet? Yeah, about. Right? Right? Yeah. Corey, is that about right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's through there now, and it has gotten shallower there, and maybe that's why they're starting in that area. Um, barges. And I'm sure they're, you know, they're sitting on the deeper side, but it, uh, it, it has, it has gotten a little bit, uh, less water to float with some of those big yachts that go through there. Hmm. Have you checked around how deep it is, where the barge is, what they've cut so far? No, huh? I, Leon had one morning where, uh, you know, just trying to avoid some of their equipment and, and it's, uh. With the boat traffic and the kind of the bottleneck where they're at, I, I keep my distance if I'm up around them, just not yeah, knowing exactly. what's floating, what's loot, you know, and as a courtesy to them, trying to let them do their jobs. So. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. But, yeah, we've been, uh, I mean, there, there's fish, there's fish, you know, you'll see fish, you see some schools, there's been some schools on the bank, but they they just have been finicky. I don't know if it's the clarity the the dirtiness of the water or a little bit of the shrimp patch because that shrimp patch it kicked off i mean it wasn't this week the first we've seen them it was it was probably a week or two ago where they yeah. started just snapping all over you know but uh but it's it's kind of funky you got to keep moving there you'll find a creek that looks a little bit better one versus the other or, or wind direction you know one of the banks of the icw versus the other and you can find pockets, but if you're not moving, it's it's a lot of a lot of lifeless water right now. <laughs> Come south, my brother. It looks yeah. like the Bahamas down here. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's 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 amazing. It is it's absolutely amazing. Captain Corey Sparks, thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Bye, man. See you. Go back to your Monopoly game. Yeah, really. <laughs> go kick their butts. <laughs> it's on. All right. So when we left out of the break, okay. We were talking about sabiki rigs. Yes, sir. And and it's um, I had a guy on my boat. I don't know. This is four or five years ago. That was a commercial fisherman. And when I say he was a commercial fisherman, he was a commercial bait fisherman. Hmm. So all he did. Pitch that was interesting. Sabiki rig. And so I had to use a sabiki that day, you know. And he's like, I I I, I got I, I got I got this. <laughs> and, 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 and watching him, the way that he worked that sabiki rig, um, was pretty amazing. Seriously, it, it, there, was a, there, there was a lot of jerking, a lot of twitching, a lot of movement. You know, he, it, wasn't, it wasn't just take it down there and, and just, you know, bounce it up and down. Uh, it, was, it was pretty and, – and I kind of learned from that. And, and then when my guys today were having a hard time, I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I took it, and, and I was – I mean, immediately started, started catching bait. You know, and now the other thing I think that like today, the bait was on the surface. It's way easier to catch it once on the surface. I, I I totally agree. It's way easier, but if you let it go under the baits, yeah, you're you're mm-hmm. you're not going to catch anything because no. the only thing that they're seeing is your line. So you you've got to throw it out there, flip the bail over real fast, and kind of hold it up, and, and and jig it through the baits. You know what I'm saying? You can't if it gets if it gets below those baits, they're they're. They're not going to eat it. Now, actually, I have those bell weights. I use those bell weights. Yeah. And I have them half ounce to two ounce, just depending on what I got to do. But I understand, you know, but again, here's what you, you got to know how to let that half ounce lead fall. Because if you just have two feet of slack in your line, you, when you get when your rig comes back up, it's going to be one knotted mess right. with five baits in a 
three-inch circle. Right, right, exactly. So you got to know how that bait falls, especially when they're on the surface because as you throw a big two-ounce lead out there, when it hits, poof, all of a sudden the bait just scatters. Right. It'll reemerge. Right. But it goes down, you know, 15 feet or whatever the heck it is. But it's amazing. You know, I started out with a red bead this morning, just what I grabbed. I just right, grabbed yeah. a beaky, tie right. it on, here we go. And I'm Number made, six? Yes, number and, six. And, and by the way, I'm, I have sixes and eights. Eights. Okay. By the way, I, I'm, they're, they're not the same. Huh? I I, I grab one sabiki. Oh no no! Every that's company's a six. different. Yeah, and, and another one. Yeah. that's a six, and the hooks are totally different yeah. sizes. I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so when we tell people sixes and eights and this that, and the other, um, it's the I, smallest I, hooks that are made for okay. the most part. Yep. Yep. You uh, got to uh, look at them because yep. you're right. Different companies, and yeah. sometimes the sixes are fours. Yeah. Sometimes the eights are sixes. Yeah. You know, just make. Okay. You I'm know, just glad you guys saw that too because I grabbed manufacturing. Yeah, yeah. I grabbed a six today, and I was like. Well, that, that hook looks big. You know what I mean? Then I grab my, my Daiichi number sixes. Yeah, see, and, and, and I, I, I've were, never tried. I've never used those. I've always used the ones. I don't know what the the whole little. They're like green faced, kind of white, and I don't know. I, Sabiki brand. Yeah, I guess regular Sabiki brand yeah, or whatever. Are. The yep, common yep. everyday. That's the ones I use. And but like I said, I threw a red out there. Nothing. Nothing looked at it on two or three drops. And I said, well, "What's going on here?" So I just cut it off, put on the green one. As soon as I put on the green one, I stringered them out. I was I, like, I totally Damn. agree that a color change makes a difference. It does. No, it does. There's no question because I started out with a green one with a little t- that little tiny bead yep. thing, you know, that's yep. on there. Now, I, I, I don't I don't know if it was if it was how it was being presented, but Maybe. there there is there is a presentation to to those fish. Well, and honestly, I mean, to me, when you get it down there, I'll start dropping it through, and I'll see if I get picked up real slow as I drop it. You know, if one starts, because once you get one to commit, oh yeah, you're gonna string it. Yeah. Okay, hundred percent. Did you lose any Dakotas? None. Unbelievable. I use the same bait. I use the same Zabiki all day. Oh my god. Got it tied to the rod. Yep. Oh. Never lost it. I don't think I've ever done that. And then <laughs> what? never lost it. Use one. The only all one. No, I, no, well, no. I mean, I, if you count me too, I cut the red one off to put on the green one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So right. I mean, if you're counting that, but no, I never lost anything uh, to a thing. Three. But if you have a struggle, catch it. At least this is me. Get down there. If you. Twitch it real fast like that about three or four times and then let it sit for a second. and But you see people going, just lifting the rod right. up and down. They will not touch it. That's if you right. sit there and, exactly right. and jiggle it real fast like that, make sure you don't tip wrap yourself because you can. Yeah. And you sit there and jiggle it. You're, whatever those gold hooks are doing down there is something compared to just, you know, you see people just, okay, I need you to jig it. And their jigging is the jigging. Jigging is, let, is letting that rod tip again. That, Rock that's, away. I, I, that's what I told you when I had that guy on my boat. I learned something. I was like, "Wow, he's almost violent." And you, you know, you, it, you know, you watch these guys. I mean, everybody used bought them because they're convenient. You know, the old poles with no eyes and the you know the regular Zabiki rod or whatever. Man, get your fast action tip. Oh, I seven I, and a half foot. I was all about the Zabiki rod when it first came out. Well, all all we were, all yeah. of us were. It thinks terrible, terrible. It yeah, I, I get hung I, up inside I, I did, of it. You know, it fish bites. A couple weeks ago, yeah. I did um, seminar. So, thank you, Kingfish seminar, and um, that question came up because I had all my Sabiki rigs, and I'm like, man, I can't stand that thing. I still got one down in the garage. Mm-hmm. I don't know, paid forty five bucks for ten years ago or something. It's stiff. It's no fun. I don't like the real seat. And I get it. Nobody gets hooked, but I'm just telling you, you catch what bait, and if you go through them, you cut that Sabiki off. Do not leave a Sabiki on the rod with yeah. a lot of people 
on a boat all day. I only had one guy. Uh, now, I, I left mine on, but I put it on the T-top. Okay, that's fine. That's what I, and I've got fine. the tower. I go all the way to the yeah, top. Yeah, you go all the way up to the top. That thing's ain't going to swing. I mean, it catches everything. Dude, it catches everything. Everything, <laughs> everything man. It's unbelievable. You don't put it down low or you don't do any – you don't – no, you stay as far away from that rod. Thank goodness they got a barb on them because, I mean, I, I, I know all of you guys. I mean, I multiple times I've had it past the bend in the in the hook. It's like, thank God this thing has no barbs on it. Wink. Yeah. But it hurts. It still hurts. It still makes you bleed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, Harold wants to talk about shrimping. Okay. Um, and we'll talk to Captain Chip Wingo right here on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Got Kevin Favor, Captain Ricky Before, and of course, me. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, what do we got? Harold going yes. on? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, he wants Harold, to talk about shrimp. Talk about shrimping. I All like right. it. What's up, Harold? What's up, Harold? What's going on, fellas? You, and buddy? Me. And me, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was just over here speculating. I'm, I'm wondering about. Uh, Y'all started talking about shrimping in earlier, earlier, and yep. you know, of course, you know, now it's we're able to shrimp again. Season's open. Um, but what about the Dern shrimp in St. John's County in the intercoastal waterway? For some reason, and I've fished from or shrimp from Matanzas, you know, all the way to Palm Valley Bridge. Yep. And for some reason, it it only seems like they're from Shell Bluff North. Right. Is there any I agree information with that. or? Nope. Is there any explanation? I I, 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 I I totally agree with that. If 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 I'm gonna go catch shrimp to eat, it's always been that Shell Bluff North, you know. Um, yeah. And it, and that 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 stretch from was it tw- from 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 Pine Island to like 26 mm-hmm. in the intercoastal is is money. But I have caught them in the inlet. Oh, I've caught them in the inlet. Yeah. And if you watch, there's certain times of year the where the bird, like the jacks, will get them fired I, I, up I in like in July in and August. Yeah. And you'll see these big old yeah. nine counts going across top of the water. Yeah, Harold. So there yeah. is something to say about it. I don't know how that you could do it in that but, tide. But, but it's almost like those are the ocean trip. Does that's that, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what I, I'm I getting at. I know that at. they come out of the river. But Harold, like ten years ago, I had a ring power trip, and yeah. I came out of the North Cut, and there was some flipping going on. So I threw the net and and I had like fifty, fifteen counts, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god! And, and the, was fishing right that second. The, the, the guy goes, "How long do we have you for?" And I said, four hours." And he said, "Keep throwing." <laughs> <laughs> Done it. And I did too. I did. I, yep. I, I, yep. Yes, sir, buddy. Yep. It was it was it was unreal. They were they were, they were flipping on the surface like pogies. Yep. There was so many of them. I did that one time down at down at down well not by Batan, but south of the pier right there. Same thing. Yeah. Bait got in there short and you know anyhow I threw it and you could, you know I'm going, damn I got a net full of pogies right here and I pull it up and exactly what you said yeah. had five seven eight pounds of shrimp in it, it was like yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, we're, well, we might not make it out there for a little yeah, while. Yeah, hold on, uh, yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Drop so. the trolling motor and you keep inching her on right yeah. there just until you run out of them. Yeah, but I think that that's a great question, Harold, because you know you just because I've shrimp from Port Orange to High Bridge, and when the shrimp are there, they usually can go anywhere in that stretch and catch shrimp. But 
And, you know, I, I purposely tried um, when the shrimp are, you know, in our intercoastal right here, I've tried other spots all over the place and um, nothing. I mean, just zero. Yeah. That is interesting. We well, I mean, I'm just saying for all those that want to, I know this is the way it happens every year now, whether it's going to be good or not, but you always caught the white shrimp around the Halifax as soon as school let out, which is right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then again, cold as anything, Grundies and sweatsuits and everything else on. But then you get the Browns that come back through down there in December and January. You talk about Daytona though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Halifax. Yeah, Halifax. Halifax. Right. So, so it, it, you guys explained this to me, Harold, because um, I, I I've got buddies down there too that swear that's the only place to go shrimping. Is it is it because of the 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 ditch? I mean, is it because it's more confined? Why? It's why, why? It's, definitely, it's definitely narrower down there. You know it is I mean? narrow. Yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. I've been maybe going for thirty maybe years. Ain't made it yet. <laughs> Dude, it's so much fun. We gotta go. I take the bay boat down there. It's so much. It's just easier to trailer the bay. It's thirty minutes. You did it a couple times last year, didn't you, Harold? Yeah, I sure did. And yeah. um, you know, but you're still driving forty five minutes to an hour to yeah. get one bucket of shrimp. You know, <laughs> but um, right, you yeah. know, still, I don't, I don't, I don't want to rate the, uh, you know, the fishery. You know, but still, it's, you know, it's, that's a lot of gas, a lot of time, just for. One bucket, but when you get home and you you start heading them, you're going, yeah, that's probably all I need. (laughs) Yeah. You know. The sad thing is going down there right now, though, the jellyfish will just. Oh, my God. You come home, you come home, and your lips are like, I mean, you look like you had a Botox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just (laughs) sucks. For three days, your lips are on fire. Yep. Yep. One more quick story. Go ahead. We went went kingfishing one morning, and. The only bait we could find was at the picnic tables, and we had to get, and it, it was a west wind, so it was pretty calm, and little small breakers. We had to get, I mean, 30 foot off the beach to get the pogies, and they were just, they were showering everywhere, and I threw the net, and I come up with more shrimp than I did pogies, and I was looking at the boys, I'm going, y'all sure you want to go king fishing? Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we can sit here and, and, and have a serious meal where we go catch old slimy kingfish. Yeah, which hey, one do you want to do? Yeah, yeah my question yeah. would have been, hey, Harold, how long do we have you for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harold, okay, thanks, so buddy. I'll let you go. I just, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, see you, buddy. Let's go talk to Captain Chip Wingo. Chip. What's up, guys? What's up, buddy? What up? Chip. Been a long week. Yeah. But a good yeah. week. So, yeah. so, so we're we are on a pattern right now of every other week. That's what we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 every other week. This week has been awesome. Last week just totally stunk. Um, and I think, but I think next week we're supposed to have a little blow this weekend. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I mean, they're, they're calling northeast like twenty on Sunday. Did you see that? And then east at five on Sunday night. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's it's uh, and then the the rest of the week looks like it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be beautiful. Well, you just gotta watch whatever the little remnants or whatever is coming across. And and every night it's been rough, like like yes. you know, the wind kicks up. Yes, and, I agree. And you can see it in the ocean when you go out that morning. It's oh, like it's, dang, you can. It, yeah. There's no wind. It's dead out here. It should be like a lake, but it's, it's still yeah, yeah, I mean, it yeah, wasn't that residual bad, yeah. but. I mean, I only made 14, 15 knots going out this morning. Hey, that's all I'm making yeah, every that, morning. Yeah, every morning. That's the way it's been. That's the way it's been. And, man, you come, they come in sets of three. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That second one. Dude, that second one, second one is like no four foot, yeah. foot, and it's like, oh god, yeah. hold on, wapoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chip, I wish you could come out there with us, man, because it's it's fun right now. But I, 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 I've seen some of your pictures, and uh looks like you've had a pretty good week. Yeah, it's been a mixed bag of everything. I mean, we, you know, hooking up tarpon, catching, you know, big doormat flounder, um, got on a really good bull red bite, you know, caught big drum, you know, legal drum. There's been a decent trout bite going on in certain spots um in deeper water you know the water here up here well i should say up here because i've i've fished from jtb all the way up to fernandina in the last week and a half yeah but um you know there's different pockets of good water um and it's you know mullet mullet's been the key a lot of it's been mullet and uh you know and hard crabs not paper shells but hard crabs you know i found that you know how you get the, the crabs to go through the molt? They're just, they're softer. They're not hard, hard crabs. Yep. You know, the blue crabs. And sure. I prefer, yep. if I'm going to buy a blue crab for bait, I want it to be ugly, nasty, dirty. You know, because yes. it's full of meat. And, uh, you know, with the, with the lighter shelled crabs, we were missing a lot of fish. And, you know, I've caught, we've caught a decent amount of legal reds, but I haven't really been targeting them as much because, you know, there's, you know, a lot of other stuff to do, and this time of year, all I want to do is catch tarpon. So, when I start seeing them, yeah, that's just why stay I just up there. Them. You're, yeah. you're, you're yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. nothing yeah. to see down here. Yeah, nothing to see down here. So, yeah. water yeah, looks fun. like chocolate milk. Yeah, the water's terrible. Oh, yeah. There's no bait. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's no bait. There's nothing coming around. No jetties. No, no, no. Let's see, dude. I, if I was you, I'd stay in Nassau Sound <laughs> forever, or even is that, further is that north. I go to Fernandina. Yeah. The microphone is your nose growing and scratching the microphone. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah, I would suggest. Yeah, I would suggest you work your way up to Fernandina in that yeah. area to look at Cumberland for Island. Yeah. I heard holding yeah, a it's bunch on fire of fire right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's fine. I mean, I don't I don't have a problem staying up here. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> no. so. There's just oh, come on now. You just got to pay the yeah, wait, I, I I have a question. So, yes, sir. Dude, you sent two pictures of. Like amazing flounder, on mm-hmm. on I don't know I, I don't know Sunday or Monday we all lose Monday, tr- Monday. and and they, I was even showing Carrie she's like oh my God they were they, those were studs and yeah. so one was twenty eight inches right Chip one was twenty eight inches and then the next day my buddy Rob Hoglin went back up he's one of the best flounder fishermen I know and uh, he went back up Monday and had one that was almost thirty inches. Um, okay, so the, so twenty eight inch flounder, you guys, I, I eight, 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 eight and a half. Oh, yeah, close to nine, and the other one was ten. So wow, wow, I mean, they're they're great fish, you know, and that's on a boga, but you know, it it's and the funny part too. about the first big one was I netted it, you know, and and Rob and I have tournament fished together in the flounder pounder and stuff, and I, you know, I put the net down, he slides it over, and I just slide it on through, you know. Well, this one, as I'm lifting, jumped out of the net. Oh, yeah. And I did a kind of I've I've had him do that numerous times. But I mean, And, you know, the other thing that I've seen the flounder do is I'll go to net him, and it'll swim backwards. Yes, and swim back out of the net. (laughs) I'm chasing him backwards. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, swim swim backwards. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. They don't like the net. Yeah, it's like every time I have somebody get a flounder, I stick the rod tip in the water. 
They're like, you told me not to do that. That's a big flounder, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he rocked into the water just slowly. We're bringing this way, but get so. the gaff. Yeah. Get, <laughs> by the way, I've tried that. It oh, doesn't work. I can imagine. It, it doesn't wouldn't. work. Wow. I, 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 and, and this is the, it, it, you know we're we're going again. Chipped old stories. Had my boat. I had a, I had a thirty foot intrepid at City Dock, Saint Augustine, and there was a school of yellowmouth trout in there and they were big big fish now my I, we were fishing off of my boat in the marina mm-hmm. me and my brother <laughs> nice. the, the, and, and, and the, all the uh, everybody that worked there I, I literally i was catching them trout for dinner and stuff like that and all of a sudden my brother hooks a fish and he's like whoa this this ain't a trout kevin you know and, and anyway he, he you 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 have to ask my brother because he'll 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 literally he pull he he gets it up. I step off of the dock. I mean, step off of the boat onto the dock to see what he's got. And I look down and there's literally a 14, 15 pound flounder laying oh, wow. laying there. And I'm like, oh my god! So I jump on back on the boat because I, I don't have a, a a landing net. So I grab the gaff, and 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 Keith's got the fish up to the surface, and I. I underneath him and hit him as hard as I could, and he just he just bent it. it, it the, the gaff didn't go in him. He just bent, and when I hit him, he went underneath the dock and popped him off. Ah! And you got to uh, use like just a regular like a ten out hook. Yeah. You know, real Pitch. sharp, not not a gaff. That's not because they're hard scale. They don't yeah, yeah, lay yeah, nice. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Chip, and I'm not exaggerating. My brother sat down and cried. Oh, yeah, I, would, because, I don't blame him because he's like he's like that that will never happen to me again, and I I, I couldn't disagree with it. And it hasn't obviously. It was the biggest flounder I have ever seen in my life, and and That's he awesome. had it right up to the surface, and it was it was giant. It was it, it was all day fourteen fifteen pounds, and it was just wow. laying there. And I hit it as hard as I could with that gaff, and it didn't even didn't even think about sticking I, it in. I got a little tear. I see what <laughs> Yeah, I see one that big. Stuff. I'm probably gonna go. You net it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. That, that fish. It was. So. It was. It was amazing, Chip. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate your time. You, you got it, guys. Have an awesome week. Yeah. Yep. See you, Chip. You too. All right. Let's uh, let's take a break and then okay. let's look at the forecast because we have the forecast show. Um, because this weather's going to change a little bit this weekend. There, and I, I hate to tell you, the weekend anglers have had it pretty good the last two weekends, but I think that this weekend. Uh, they Maybe might want to mow grass or something. Yeah, get a little yep. bit of chores done. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be right back with the most Southwest Grill Pitching Forecast. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. All right, so uh, forecast is eh, it's kind of all over the place, to be, to be honest with you. I think it's almost going to be an hourly change. Kind of yeah, um, tonight Southwest 15 to 20, but then it's become, become Southwest after midnight. Thank goodness. Um, 10, to, 10 to 15, and then tomorrow Southwest 5 to 10, and it's going to become 15 to 20 Southeast in the afternoon. I mean, literally, it might be a beach day. You know, we might have to catch the mullet in the morning. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty on the beach. Um, Saturday for everybody fishing, uh, southeast 10 to 15, becoming east 15 to 20 in the afternoon, 3 to 4. Um, chance of showers, chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. 
Sunday, northeast winds 15 to 20, so Sunday's out. Sunday's out. Sunday would be a great day to inshore fish, though. Great day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. As hot as it, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Degrees yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's gonna be, it, it, gonna be a great day to be on the boat, right? You know what I mean? It's it, gonna be beautiful, right? It's gonna be beautiful, right? It's not gonna be beautiful offshore, no. It's just not, and then, and then, and they've changed this so many times Sunday night, northeast winds 10 to 15, diminishing to 5 to 10, Monday, northeast winds 5 to 10, becoming east 10 in the afternoon. But man, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you. The rest of the week, I, it, it looks like, yes. you know, Tuesday, Southwinds five knots. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring it. And, you know? and all week, I feel like the, the forecast has been right, but it looks better on paper than when you get out there. To totally agree, agree with, with that. that. There's no doubt because, I mean, I've fished every day. And I had Wednesday cancel on me, um, and, and I was glad that I did because I called him. I knew he was inshore fishing, and I'm like, dude, it's, I was running to the bank or something. I'm like, it's howling out of the northeast. He's like, it's, it's I ugly. Hit, I yeah. hit all, but I for hit parts of the day, it's it's been it's been right. You know, like uh, three foot. At, at I mean, we're I'm running a 33 foot boat and I'm going 18, 19 knots. Yeah. Headed east. I did 14, 15, the best I could, and I even came out of the water a few times. Just what, real real quick, one extended forecast, very extended forecast. Next Friday, south at 11 that evening, south southwest. And the reason that that's important is because the following weekend is the old school kingfish tournament. Yep. Looks like the weather is going to be perfect to fish the beach. Good. I mean, for for Saturday, southwest at twelve. <laughs> okay, so if nice you it, 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 yeah, if you want to fish the old school, um, it's 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 you know three miles and then uh, make sure you join us for the Nimnik Outdoor Show. We're going to be live at Atlantic Coast Marine. Really? Yep, it's their grand reopening of their new store. Uh oh. So myself. Captain Kirk Waltz, Jeff Loggeman. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, for Captain Ricky Poor, Captain Scott Shake, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Thank you for listening to the Mo Southwest Grove Fishing Forecast. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya.